guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, Morgan here, bringing you another episode of Joy in Hope. So we are knee deep in our series on overcoming an addiction to masturbation. So today we are going to start the next step, which is all about making a battle plan, but it could also be called making a prayer plan because in scripture we read like, We're not fighting against flesh and blood like ourselves or other people when it comes to sin. We're fighting against the devil and principalities and his fellow demons and all of these more spiritual warfare type things. Like it's, it's a lot. So just know that like you're not actually fighting against yourself here. Like you're good. You're created good. Your body is very good. Your sexual desires are very good. It's just that anything good can be disordered and that's where sin enters in. So we're going to be talking about that all today, but first let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, totus tuus, Maria, ego sum, I am totally yours, Mary. So in the last episode, I got cut off at the end, but I was about to talk about bringing Jesus with you into places of temptation that are not avoidable. So things like in my life that would trigger me sometimes, like times of transition, you can't not change like in life. Like you're going to have to go to college. You're going to have to transition into high school. You're going to have to get a new job sometimes. Like you're going to have to move and that can be really stressful. And stress is a huge trigger when it comes to sexual sins. Sometimes, um, things like naps would trigger me and sometimes you're just tired and need a nap. So it's not like God's against naps. God is definitely not against change. St. John Henry Cardinal Newman once said to live is to change and to change or and to be how did it go like to live is to change and to be perfected is to have changed often so what do we do when there are things in life that come up and we can't avoid them but they might tempt us so bring jesus into those places and what i mean by that is I was on a retreat in eighth grade the first time I ever really heard chastity talked about in a positive way. And we had watched a skit, like a drama before the talk. And it was about the main character having, excuse me, the main character having to say yes to Jesus in her life, um, his or her life. Like it was made to when you watch the drama, like you insert yourself as the main character. So whoever you are, like, how are you going to say Jesus? say yes to Jesus in your life. And are you going to say yes to Jesus? And so then when this woman got up and started talking about chastity, she was like, chastity is how we say yes to having Jesus in our life 
physically because we're we're physical people and sex is physical duh but like we understand we have emotions so there's an emotional aspect to our being that's one thing two we have a brain we have this mental psychological aspect to our beings um thirdly we have a physical aspect to our beings because we are a human body and then four we have a spiritual aspect to our being because we have a soul so and just a quick note i just thought of this too like yes i went to a catholic college but in my psychology courses since i minored in psychology i just wanted to note that um we did not use like catholic textbooks for psychology we used just any old standard textbook that you would find at any college catholic or non and they um in one of my courses it was called um abnormal psychology so like things that might be going on in our brain that are disordered so when we came to talk about like sexuality when we talked about things like homosexuality that's not a physical thing that's a psychological thing so when people say like i'm born this way like i'm born with this desire or um any sexual sin so like when I'm addicted to pornography or I'm addicted to masturbation, like the sins are sins we commit with the body, but that's not where the sin starts. The sin and the disordered thinking starts in our minds. So I just wanted to like make a note on that. So if your struggle might not be masturbation or, um, and if it's not your struggle, but someone that you know and love struggles with homosexuality or says they're transgender or anything like that, like that's, that's not just a bodily thing. That's actually a misfire in mentality. Our professor was explaining to us that in studies that have been done on people who say they are transgender or like, let's say a woman who wants to become a man and like goes through whatever surgical procedures that entails, um, that like before any of that happens, these people are registering as or excuse me maybe registering is not the right word to use there but they're like describing themselves as depressed like i don't want to be a woman i want to be a man or there's some sort of imbalance like i am not happy because whatever they say um but then once they go through the surgery like initially they do report like increased levels of happiness and they say like i'm glad i did this etc but then you'll find years later, even if they still say like, yes, that made me happier, they will still report levels of depression or anxiety. And so it shows, even if you're claiming that you're glad you went through with this, that there's something much deeper going on that had nothing to do with that. And that that's actually what the cause of the distress, the depression, the anxiety is. So just a really big note so holy spirit hit people's hearts i guess if this is you speaking um like just know that whatever your sin is that it start or like whatever your struggle is it starts a lot sooner than just in the body it really starts like in the mind that's where maybe the misfiring is happening but know that each and every one of us, we are loved and we are purposed and God has a plan for our story, which includes our struggles. And so for me, like I've been sharing very openly in these episodes that I had a very prolonged struggle with masturbation and that that was not something God 
wanted for me in the sense that he wanted me to suffer. Um, but that since I did, and since I was choosing that sin, that God has brought all things for good, including, I hope, this series. So when we're talking about bringing Jesus into those places with us, it's really good to be honest and to be like, Lord, like all the way back to step one, like, Lord, I am addicted. Lord, I am struggling. Lord, I can't kick this on my own. So I need you to come in. So just some quick examples for um, just to end that last episode, examples of how to bring Jesus into you in like into, yeah, into places of temptation with you. Um, just some like instances that worked for me. So when it came to taking a nap, um, a priest recommended like that I bless my bed with holy water before, or like wherever I was about to sleep. Or if I was living in community, like if, if I was living with other women, like when I was in college, you could take a nap in a more public setting. So um, if you know people are going to be in and out of the house throughout the day, maybe I'm not going to take a nap in my room, but I'm going to take a nap in the living room just to keep myself more accountable. Um, he would recommend before I would take a nap to pray the St. Michael prayer, to pray the Our Father. I also would put a rosary um like hanging on my bed. I still today have a rosary hanging on the side of my bed near where my head is just for some protection from Mama Mary. I wear a miraculous medal around my neck and a crucifix, both of which have been blessed. I wear always pinned to the inside of my shirt near my heart. I have another miraculous medal. I have a St. Benedict medal and I have a medal that I received when I was enrolled in the Angelic Warfare Confraternity, the A, sorry, AWC. <laughs> Acronyms are hard. Words are hard. But yeah, and I'm going to go into some more examples of like my daily battle slash prayer plan because this is what works for me. But it's going to be a lot. It's probably going to feel like a lot, but just know that it's a lot because this is a really hard sin. Like sexual sins are really ingrained in us. Addictive behaviors are really ingrained in us. So it might take an intense plan to kick an addict and uh, to kick an addictive sin or an intense sin. So yeah, I know that might not be what you want to hear, but isn't that so true sometimes when it comes to matters of faith and morals? If it's not easy, we don't want to do it, but nothing worth doing is usually easy. So keep that in mind as we're moving forward. Come Holy Spirit. So the last time I messed up was over four years ago now. And that summer when I was still messing up, I worked at a Catholic summer camp and it was the 100th feast of the appearance of Our Lady of Fatima when Our Lady appeared to these three shepherd children in Fatima, Portugal in 1917. And one of her messages was pray the rosary daily. This will, in a sense, like bring the world back to God, like that to come back to God, we go through Mary since she was the one closest to Jesus. And since he chose her as the vessel through which he came into the world, he wants to save the world through the Blessed Mother. And there have been so many, so many um, 
miracles over the years that have occurred through praying the rosary. And at that point in my life, I did not pray the rosary every day. I was just like, it's boring. I know myself. I am not just going to sit here and do that. God, I love you and I love Mary, but like, I'm just not going to do that. Well, that summer they just really harped on it and they were like, no, like this is a divine commission. Like we need to do this. So we prayed the rosary every day at that camp. But when I left the camp, I was like, okay, I'm praying the rosary every day, but this is like really hard. I don't know if I want to keep going. And I heard this quote by a saint and I don't remember who the saint was, but I heard this quote where someone said, it might've been Maximilian Colby, but this, the quote was, where the daily rosary is prayed, habitual sin flees. Like it's impossible to pray the rosary every day and still commit mortal sins on the reg. And I was like, sure, okay. But I thought about it. And the summer before that, I had done not a Catholic camp, but it was kind of like I was a Catholic missionary for the summer. And it was a very like intense summer and we were traveling constantly and we were traveling between churches, teaching kids, teaching teens. Like we were go, go, go for two months straight with little to no rest. And like, it was a very stressful time. So you would think that I'd be really tempted during that time. But looking back on it, I was like, oh my gosh, I like wasn't even tempted to mess up once that summer. And it was because we prayed so intensely. Like we prayed what's called liturgy of the hours, which is what priests and religious people in religious life, like sisters, nuns, monks, etc. We prayed that three times a day. We went to mass every day. We said the rosary every day. We said the divine mercy chaplet daily. And in addition to that, had at least the 30 minute time of like silent prayer, meditation, etc. And I was like, I wasn't even tempted to mess up because I was praying so much and I was just so caught up in living for the Lord that I couldn't even think of doing something like this. So I was like, okay, God, I'm going to try it. I'm going to say the rosary every day. So I did that after this camp in 2017. But there was one more time I messed up that summer and it was right after I had taken a nap. But what was weird is every other time in my life before then, when I would mess up, I would feel so much shame and despair and like I was powerless and things were never going to get better. But after I messed up that day, it was crazy. I felt like Jesus and Mary came into the room and came and comforted me. And instead of shaming me or allowing me to listen to the voices of the devil shaming me, they were immediately like, like it was like I'd fallen on the way to Calvary like Jesus had, but they were there to immediately pick me back up and be like, no time, like no time to think about laying down on the ground, not getting back up. Like we're getting you back up now. Let's talk about it. Like what happened? Why did you mess up? Okay. You were tempted. You were sleeping. Like it was a nap. Like, you know, like they were, it just felt like I was an athlete that had fallen on the ground and rather than just be abandoned by everyone like my teammates were there picking me up being like let's talk about it what'd you do wrong how can we help you heal and i have not messed up since that day and i i have said the rosary daily since then i okay so i'll go a little bit more into 
okay, a little bit more in depth. So I mentioned earlier the AWC, which is called the Angelic Warfare Confraternity. It's basically this group, this international group that anyone can be enrolled in where you commit to praying these two prayers every day, as well as 15 Hail Marys for purity. Well, I realized, so when Jesus and Mary kind of like picked me back up and they're like, come on, what's going on here? I was like, I'm praying the rosary every day. What am I doing wrong? And I realized that I had not been praying those two prayers for purity every day. Um, like on the website, I'm pretty sure the AWC website, there, someone had asked the question like, well, if I say the rosary already, do I have to do 15 more Hail Marys every day? And my understanding was like, no, like if you already pray the rosary, just know that Jesus and Mary are like using 15 of those Hail Marys. Like they understand that that is your prayer. Um, but I wasn't praying like these other two prayers. One is a prayer for the intercession of St. Thomas Aquinas, who had a very interesting experience choosing chastity one time. Um, just real briefly, his family didn't want him to enter religious life. They locked him in a castle. They hired a prostitute to like go into his room and he grabbed the fire poker and warded her away with the fire poker being like, get out of my room. And after that, two angels came and tied a, a rope around him. And it was essentially like, you are like dubbed a knight for chastity, but not just a knight, like an angel. Like he is held on like the level of an angel, which is awesome. So anyway, there's a prayer to him or excuse me, we don't pray to saints. We only pray to God. Sorry. A prayer for him to pray for us, like asking him to pray for us. And then a prayer that St. Thomas wrote to Jesus for chastity, if that makes sense. All these things you can find if you go back to the original video I shared, um, which is at the link below uh, the episode on how I had become addicted to masturbation. I linked all of this information in that original episode. That's what all of these preceding episodes have been based on. My like wanting to go more in depth with each part. So just go to that video and then or episode. If you listen as a podcast, just go back to that episode and its description. You'll find all of this. No offense. I didn't want to link it twice. I'm lazy. Anywho. Okay. So come Holy Spirit. So I felt like Jesus and Mary, after our little pep talk, they were like, you committed to praying these prayers. If you really want to be pure, we want to help you, but like you have to do your part. And so I was like, okay, St. Thomas Aquinas is also like here on my soccer team, like picking me up after I fall. I just need to like ask for his intercession more. So every day since that day, I have said those two prayers as I'm getting ready to go to sleep. And in addition to that, so in addition to the rosary, those two prayers, and I have not messed up since. I also, though, highly recommend daily mass, frequent confession, especially if you mess up, if you commit a mortal sin, or if you sin against chastity, like you have to go to confession before you receive the Eucharist again. So highly recommend that. Every morning when I first wake up, I bless myself with holy water and I pray a very short morning offering, just offering Jesus through Mary my day and every part of it, all my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings. Then 
said daily mass. Also really recommend spending an hour with the Lord in some way, whether that's in adoration, which is the best, whether that's in your own home, whether that's broken up into increments. So if you do like 10 minutes throughout the day, like up to six times, if that works better for you to just stay constantly in communication with the Lord, frequently reading scripture is so good. So many resources for healing that you can listen to, pray over, which I linked in that original episode, but to just have a very intentional prayer slash battle plan, especially when those moments of temptation arise so that you know, okay, Lord, I'm feeling weak right now. Like, what do I need to do? You can just say the name of Jesus. Just calling on the name of Jesus in a moment of temptation is imperative. Or saying, come Holy Spirit, help me here. I need you. Things like that. Um, but to have a pray, have a plan in place well before any of those temptations arise. So that in the moment, it is a lot easier to choose chastity. And all for the greater glory of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you guys and see y'all back here again very soon. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing joy and hope full time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.